I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business. Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the dirt on flowers. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Dirt on Flowers. Lindsay, I have to tell you that we uncovered this morning and I had a surprise, some surprises underneath my row cover. My freaking Boy. anemones are starting to blow. Uh-huh. <laughs> Two sit, bunch of short little, like, short oh, yeah, little bitties. Like yeah. The little ones. I'm like, <clears throat> curse words. I'm like, gosh, they always come so, I'm just like, why? I am, I mentally, I, I am not ready to see flowers yet. Yeah. Like I almost I cursed it. Just like wow, I thought you would be more excited. I I wasn't going to tell you because I thought you would be excited. I'm like, what are these? Oh my god, too soon, too soon. I know, I know. It's like they, you know, they always start short. They're like worthless, honestly, for the first yeah. three weeks. But still, but still, is we're getting a warm up here, so we're going to be watering. Spending the next couple of days getting everything watered and fertilized, you know, doing a whole round of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to the warm up, though. That's for sure. I know it's we're cold getting here. we're getting some seeds in the ground. Like yes. our, we're getting our direct Good. seeded succession mm-hmm. in this week. Tilled, um, it was dry enough to till, and got that tilled and uh, planted for next week. So, yeah, yeah, it's it is upon us. That is I for know. sure. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you know Jed goes and gets his seed at like this Hartville elevator place. And it's just like the good old boys, like, you know, all the farmers around here go get their seeds there. So it's like the barometer for what's happening around here. And there's always gossip. Joe's like, well, the guys at the elevator said it's going to be an early spring. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> thanks. Great. Good. Thanks for the input. <laughs> I know. I feel, like, it's I feel like, like it's been that way the last few, I mean, the last few years. Know. That's why I'm like, okay, I'm just getting seeds in. Normally I would wait until like St. Patty's Day to get that succession in the ground. I'm like, yes. Who cares? This get it in yeah. now because it's going to be it that seed needs that anyway. And mm-hmm. I'm like, might as well. Why am I waiting in another month? So no. getting in the I ground. Know. It's 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 good. It's yeah. No flowers yet, though. Have you recovered from your basement tulips? In yeah, Valentine's it Day went and really well. Yeah, it was good. really good. Yep, good. it worked. It worked well. And Anything yeah, it's for next year. Or? Yeah, I'm actually. So I'm going to do. I would have done more successions. Mm. I think. I think okay. I did the right amount of mm-hmm. succession for Valentine's Day, but mm-hmm. I think it would have been nice to have it stretch over like two to three weeks versus it all kind of hit within like a certain time frame. So I'm going to change some color combinations. I'm going to succession plan it out. I'm actually going to do a winter tulip subscription. So yeah, Yeah. I know I I really hesitated because I'm like, do I want to do this during the winter when we don't have, you know, when we don't have flowers, but everybody loves them so much. Like they're really hungry for that. So for, Mm -hmm. for me, that seems like a really nice opportunity to get people to continue to think about us like all winter. So it gives me sort of January as a breather. It was relatively easy. You know, there's some, there's some timing issues to it, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I think I'm going to tweak that. Yeah. Very good. 
Mm-hmm. It's good. I know. I thought it was so cute in your email. <laughs> Illicit <laughs> basement tools. Basement tools. That was so <laughs> that was so cute though. But I your customers really resonated it with it, they did. which is so cute, you know. Yeah. It's like the things that you think that, you know, maybe nobody will get, or like the joke that you know, you're just like, Oh my god, if people thought that was that. it's funny yeah. what people resonate with, or when you send that email out, like the when you get emails back, you're always like, Huh, I didn't really think that that would garnish mm-hmm. the reaction that it did. But yeah, I thought that was cute. Yeah. Yeah. They were, I'm like, why does anything in the basement just feel like you're doing something shady? I don't yeah, know. Like, so, well, going down to the basement. To I know. Water my tulips. My tulips. I'm like, trust me, if that's what I was growing, I'd be making a lot more money probably. But it was a fun little experiment mm-hmm. and yeah. worked and kind of gave yeah. us some, got us in the groove of, you know, bouquet making and everything. And it was bouquet, tulip bouquets are so easy to put together. There's like nothing. You're just slapping stuff together and banding. And Mm -hmm. so it's way easier. It goes a little quicker too. So yeah, but everybody was happy, happy about them. Very good. Well, today we're back with one of our favorite topics. (laughs) Weddings. Weddings. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. We get a lot of, we do. We love to hate Mm -hmm. them, although they're, uh, but we love them. Once you figure them out, I think you get, yes. the the key is getting them to work for you. And we're going to talk about that today, just our process with like how we mm-hmm. do wedding consults and um, how we've made this work for us. So, yeah. And it's evolved over time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this would, we, we th- thought about like what would be an episode that might resonate with you guys. Like I remember like I way overcomplicated my wedding consults when I first started doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the drag about weddings was like over communicating and all of it. And like over time, like we've honed that in a little bit. Now I'm like pretty much like, I'm sorry, I don't talk to you after this one time. Yeah. (laughs) Hope you don't ask me anything. I'm not here. (laughs) Well, and that's the truth. We both kind of have the same approach to it. And I will say that if you're like in a luxury wedding, and I talk about this in here, that I do know (laughs) that if you have been If you come to me and you have a collage book, a wedding collage book that you've been working on (laughs) since 1996 and you finally are getting your wedding, I am not your girl because my soul dies on a Pinterest board. And (laughs) also, I you deserve somebody that's going to walk you through that process, right? And handhold way more. Mm -hmm. So you need that level of detail and attention that I'm just quite frankly not going to yeah. give you. And it, it's about finding your ideal customer. Yes. Like there, there's an ideal customer for this kind of work when it comes to f- having a flower farm who does wedding work. Now you can make it luxury like, you know, Tara, our friend Tara, she does a like a more luxury type of still she's ordering in a lot of product too. You know, we're pretty much using everything we we grow. Yep. As like a rule, you know. So it's a fun ad if you get it right. And we're here hopefully to ease one of the harder things, which is the consult piece for you today. So we're kind of doing a wedding consult 101, things we've learned, how we do it, how to make it easier on you. It's funny because I I don't, I know you said Pinterest because we live in a Pinterest world, which is fine. Every once in a while, Lindsay will screenshot some of our wedding Pinterest pictures that we get and we're like, whoa, oh my God. The one you sent me the other day. Oh my gosh. It was bad. I forwarded that lead on. (laughs) I did. I got it and I'm like, I looked at the image. I'm like, this is not, I can't do this. Yeah. Like I quite literally, I won't and I can't. So yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but I don't even some, and actually I think I destroy a lot of brides dreams cause they're so excited to show me their Pinterest board Yeah, and I don't even ask for a Pinterest link anymore. I'm like, you know what? Just send me your dream, your ideal photo. If you had a bouquet, what would your ideal photo be? Send me one photo because now Pinterest boards, I mean, they're, they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure you've been in a consult and been like, okay, I'm on your Pinterest, but I'm like, but I'm seeing a lot of different, <laughs> a lot yeah. of different color palettes and stuff here. So now I'm like, give me one picture because I actually had that happen to me. Wedding horror story. I fixed it in time, but the bride had a Pinterest board. She was like doing blues, which <laughs> light blues and whites pretty much. And, and her Pinterest board had like blushes and stuff in it. So when she came to pick up her grower's buckets, like a couple days before she was going to pick up her a la carte wearables, there was blush in it and she had a freak out. Blush isn't part of my wedding colors. And I'm like, uh-uh, because, and of course I had all the bouquets made and everything. So I like got an eye twitch. I had to rip, the, open the bouquets, take out all the blush. I was so pissed. I'm like, but there's blush all over your Pinterest board. Why? That's not what I wanted. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Customer is always right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, the Pinterest boards are hard and they're like all over mm-hmm. the place. So now I'm like, send me one photo. That's <laughs> you could say what your dream is, you know, because it's hard. It's hard to navigate through the Pinterest boards now days too. So, well, and a lot of them are filtered, you know, so heavily filtered and they want muted tones and all this stuff. And it becomes like really difficult, like you said, to, to understand even what it is that they even want. Yeah. But we, when Kelly, who she freelances for me, she also does wedding florals in town and her and I are just friends and she'll help me out when I'm in a pinch. And she is one that, you know, really gives a lot of detail and, mm. and she does, you know, full service weddings and does an amazing job. She will help you pick out linen colors and does everything. I think she's like florist slash coordinator, you know, she yeah. just yeah. is you know, I, I think the style in which I do it makes her cringe probably yeah. because she wants to put all of it together and the whole scene. Mm-hmm. And so like if that's the level of detail that you want to go, that's mm-hmm. great. But she was the one that actually helped me to see what I didn't really like, what mm-hmm. I didn't like and what wasn't working for me. And I realized like, oh, I actually can make this wedding consultation piece work for me. And so then I just started trimming out the areas that I didn't enjoy and that I felt like it was a waste of time or the waste of the process. And we've kind of cleaned that up. So I think Shannon, you and I both have sort of evolved into a really similar sort of process. Yeah. Like easy peasy. And I'll even, you know, I'll even say, Hey, my job, make this easy. (laughs) I'm going to be your easiest part of your wedding planning. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Because you just let me go. And that's what I really say. I said, I even say that to my clients that we're getting, hey, you know, so when we first get started, I'll make small talk, but I'll be like, just so you know, like today's, for today is me determining if you're a good fit for the farm, making sure that we're right for each other. And this is going to be so easy and it'll be the easiest if you let me, give me a color palette and let me go. And usually by they kind of, they're like, well, well, but I would really like, you know, black roses or something. I'm like, I, okay. Then I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. I just don't do that. Either you're okay mm-hmm. or, or, and I'll end it. So it really is like right up front being so clear about who it is that you serve. And a lot of times they will be able to self-diagnose that they're not the right fit. Even. Yeah. So it should feel right for both of you. Ghost you. <laughs> yeah. I, I seriously, this, I would love to just have a talk into these girls that ghost 
Yeah. It's so rude. Like I, this is a tangent, but this is just, it makes me nuts when they just don't tell you that they're not either like, we're not a good fit or Mm -hmm. we're overpriced in their opinion or whatever, or we're over their budget, whatever the thing is. But we spend so much time and effort like following up and trying to like get back to them. Does, Does that happen to you often? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I now that I like I used to or I would be like, oh my gosh, I quoted this person and they're on my calendar. I'm like, are they and then I then before I had Rachel and I was just trying to figure it out on my own, I was like having a freak out. Now we kind of we don't hear from them. Or one thing I started to do, which in my proposal, I'll say I in one this expires in a week. That's what we do. So yeah. yeah. So that has really helped that a lot. And then when I don't hear from them in a week, I'm like, and then I then I have a, a reason to touch base. Yeah. And I'll put it as a task on my calendar that day, like follow up with Lindsay on wedding flowers. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times we'll be like, oh, well, you know, you know, we're going to go with someone else or, you know. I feel like basically. we can't even get an answer out of them sometimes. Really? So like, it's just like this new thing. I'm like, blank. yeah. So we're switching. We're going to start texting some too, Ooh. like the follow up because our, our, the system that we use, the link actually expires. So they can't even view yeah. the quote because I feel like some of them, that's you know, good. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Let me get into it. So yeah. lead lead acquisition. So how like how are your leads mostly coming to you and where are they coming from? Word of mouth mm-hmm. or me posting wedding photos that I've done. So typically at the end of the year, that's I have it on my winter task list is that I'll go and touch base with each one of my brides. What ideally I should be doing it closer to their wedding date, but we get busy. So usually it's been a winter task. I'll touch base with them, ask them to write a Google review and send me any professional photos because a lot of them will have gotten those by mm-hmm. by at that point. So send me some professional photos and ask for their permission to use it, who's their photographer. And then I do have like a, a Bloomhill Weddings account on Instagram that I kind of use as my portfolio. So we'll go in there. I don't really have any fancy captions or anything, but I'll just upload photos. That way I can send people. It's kind of like my portfolio. That's nice. You know, so I really don't put any pressure on myself to post on it consistently. It's when I have a picture, I think something's cute, I'll Mm -hmm. post it and tag that account. So it kind of acts as a portfolio. So, and then, I mean, word of mouth and posting photos like so that people are aware that I do it is I think the the main two. I really don't do wedding or any, um, Oh, a bridal show. I would die. I would literally die at a bridal (laughs) show. (laughs) I have done them. We've done them. And what I don't love about it is that it's off season for us. So Mm -hmm. I'm ordering in products that I'm like trying to get product that's stuff that we grow to use at the wedding. And, you know, it's a good way to get in front of people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've, we've done that, but we haven't done it in probably three years or so. I got asked to do one in the fall for January. And then, you know, stuff happened with my yeah. life. So yes. I did not do it. <laughs> and yeah, that's the same for us. We just do those, like just using social media mm-hmm. and word of mouth and we're in the process of redoing our website. But we have a weddings page that they can mm-hmm. go to and we have prices, like sample prices. And then they fill out a little quick you know, blurb about themselves and then it sends them directly into filling out a questionnaire. Mm-hmm. So I get everything, all of their information right up front plus their budget mm-hmm. and why they're interested in working with us, how they hear about us, and then everything goes right into a questionnaire from there and we get that lead. Yeah. We use a software called Tave, T-A-V-E, and it's – I think traditionally it was used for photographers, but it's like a lot of florists I think are using it now, but that's what has like – it has our 
all of our leads. Like you can change everything from like a different status, yeah, like nice. needs quote. You can send the quote, mm-hmm. our contracts in there. They can pay through it. Like everything's all in one. Like I think HoneyBooks is yeah, one honey that you hear. Books. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of people use. This one was like, it's very affordable. It's it's not a big fancy thing, but you can put together mm-hmm. like pretty proposals and it's been nice for us. I needed a way to stay organized because when I was doing it, Emily does it for me now. Mm-hmm. So part of my conversation with Kelly was figuring out that I actually disliked doing all of it except making yeah. the flowers. Yeah, so, me too. That's part of my only part I enjoy. <laughs> so I don't do any of it now. So yeah. Emily does all of it and mm-hmm. she puts together proposals, talks to the brides and she's she's wonderful. If they if somebody specifically requests me or there's like a client that I know is coming to yeah. is going to expect to talk to me, then mm-hmm. then I will do it. But otherwise she manages all of that and then I can pop in and look at a proposal. Yeah. You can see when they viewed it. And that's nice. you can set oh, an expiration date on it. Yeah. Oh. They can't just like take it to another florist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, very pretty cool. slick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't really do anything. I'm going to look into that. But we, we just do a, a Google Sheet template, like an a la carte mm-hmm. proposal template in Google Sheets. If you're an insider, a reminder that's in your content library. So if you're thinking about, also, if you're thinking about signing up for the insiders, there's a couple different wedding things out there. And I really think like what Lindsay and I are going to talk to today would be a great way to, for, or a great way to handle things if you're entering into the wedding market. This is like how to make it as easy as possible on you and as clear as possible for your customer. And it would be really beneficial. The a la carte Google sheet is, a, is out there as part of the content library for the insiders. So that could be a really good resource, a good starting point. And I think one thing that Lindsay and I do really well is basically completing the proposal while we're on the call. Yep. And I think if uh, it's really gotten me a lot of work because I think people wait a long time for their florist to get back to them to like quote it exactly, you know, you know, all that. So they like it when you respond right away. And that has been a plus. So mm-hmm. I think once you get that lead acquired, you're first just kind of determining, is this a good fit for you? And that's really where that questionnaire comes into into play. Um, it's nice that they can submit a picture because you'll be able to tell pretty much right away. Mm-hmm. The picture tells all, in my opinion. Yeah. It does me too. So, yeah. The, first of all, cascades are coming back. Ugh, no, I hate cascades. I don't do them. I'm, I, I said, I'll give you a little something that flips over the edge, yes. but I am not doing a cascade. No, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, but that in blue why does everybody want blue? Like I just – I feel like I might make a post and just say, just so you know, blue is like the hardest flower really because is. there's like so limited and it's mostly spring and you want blue and it's fall. So maybe you'll get yeah. viburnum berries. That's it. Okay. So you've got your lead. You determine, you know, this first step of this process is determining if it is a good fit for you. You know, whether you choose to do full service or just mm-hmm. like micro weddings like we do, which are a la carte, I think filling out the questionnaire, having them fill out a comprehensive questionnaire is a really good way to tell if they are a good fit for you. Like you mm-hmm. can you can just see by color palette if they're requesting baby's breath or roses to know if that's they're going to fit within that mold. It's a really good spot for us once we get that questionnaire, we have that initial meeting to be able to say, sorry, we're booked. Yeah. You know, it's way easier to say, oh, we don't have that date available or someone booked behind you. And it's a, it's a passive way of just mm-hmm. saying like, you're not a good fit, but it's a really good it's a night. It makes it as a nice transition, so you're not too far into the process with with that customer and 
it gives them plenty of time to look for somebody else. So, and you know, I, I would just encourage you, and it's taken a long time to build this up, but be confident. Like when you look and you feel like something is not you, you cannot make a square peg fit into a round hole. No, they're never gonna. If that's their dream look, like it's, you're never gonna make them happy. Yeah, you know, I I had a bride. Uh, we've listen. I know from experience because I've been. I'm a pleaser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've said yes to things I shouldn't have, and it always bites me in the butt. And I'm always I'm angrily putting together their bouquet with their stupid red roses. This happened to me last year. Eat, look, see, even yeah. last year, and I thought, oh, I can convince them to replace the red rose for Cornell. No. When we got to that final decision, she's like, no, I'm really heart set on the rose. And, I'm, and I had to do it because I agreed. We we were too far along. So really be confident in your work. And I think if it doesn't fit, it's just better to say it doesn't fit. You are, you are going to regret trying to make it work always. Yeah. I have never not regretted it. It never works. And plus, you want them to have a good experience. Like you want them to get the flowers that they want. Yeah. Whether you think it's hideous or not, it doesn't matter. It's your job to determine whether it's a, a good fit for both of you. You're included in that scenario too. So easier said than done, but yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, and every time you're, because yeah. it, you know, you're also looking at it sometimes like, oh, I want to hit a wedding goal. Like, you know, Shannon and I, before the call started, we were talking about our goals for this year and like financials and what we want to hit. You know, if you have so many weddings that you're wanting to book within a range, they all add up, but making something try to fit that you're going to end up regretting later is not worth it. But I mean, we still, still go through that. So (laughs) I switched, which I am grateful COVID for this is that I only do phone calls now. So you don't do in-person anymore. Yeah. No in-person meetings. And when they, well, normally when the mom reaches out, I've said this on here before, but if the mom reaches out to you first, 10% more on the top, just like whatever their quote (laughs) is. Yeah. First of all, run. Because she's trying to create the wedding that she probably never had through her daughter. But just somehow sneak in there 10% more. Just spread it across <laughs> between all the personal flowers, whatever. You will thank me a for pita, it later. A pita fee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Need What's it. A pita fee on here. I'm like, yeah. Just I'm sure. Packaging. And <laughs> packaging. Packaging. <and laughs> something. <laughs> technology app. I don't know. (laughs) Yes. There you go. Whatever. But yeah, we, Mm -hmm. so we only do phone calls now. Mm -hmm. And if they're requesting an in-person meeting, we just go back to saying like they want to, a lot of them, especially in season, they want to come see the flowers. And so we'll encourage them to like visit the UPIC or, you know, something like that. But that has been the biggest switch for us was just not doing because they took so much time. Oh, they just they like you felt like they the need time. to chit chat and you're meeting at coffee shops and you have travel time in there or they're coming to your farm. You know, in they the beginning, I didn't around. even have a space. Yeah. They want to yeah. look around. They want to see vases. Everything takes so much longer. It's twice the time if they do it in person. Yeah. And so we just switched to doing that. Mm-hmm. Not I think there's that. something to be said when you're setting it up is that I'll say, hey, or, or Rachel, I don't do the same or Rachel does it for me, but she says, hey, everything, you look like you'd be a good fit. When can I book your 15-minute phone call with Shannon to get a proposal? <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's when we already say it's 15 minutes. So we're trying to like set that up in their head like, hey, this is going to be quick and easy. We're not here to drone on. Don't ask me questions about like where the fork is supposed to go or what mm. I cut linens. I think I, I don't care about any of that. I'm here to talk about the flowers and get you a quote. That's – yeah." 
that's it. So we'll even say when, you know, hey, when can we schedule your 15 minute phone call? And it works. Mm -hmm. So just leading them to so that they're not feeling like anything's out of sorts with it, you know? Mm -hmm. So once somebody does like with that, because I think ours, like ours are probably like a 30 minute call, Mm -hmm. I would say, depending on, you know, sometimes they can run longer. But, you know, for us, our first step is getting all of the well, first of all, let me back this up. When they call or they fill out their form, we already have all of their information that they could nice. possibly want to tell us about mm-hmm. their wedding. And it gives them – it's everything from like their mailing address to their con- their contact information, which because I shared with you during my like nightmare horror stories of mm-hmm. weddings, the, <laughs> oh, God, the yes. no phone number <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> deliverance middle of West Virginia experience. <laughs> I have all of that contact information oh up front now. Yeah. So starting with that and then we go right into – their like wedding details. So what are you doing on your call? That's like, are you going through all those details with them? I basically, cause I, so I'm working off a Google sheet. Okay. So I know I have to fill out, I get their, their contact. And I just say, Hey, I'm just confirming your contact info is the number that I called you on today. Is that the right phone number? You know, is this the is your email that you, you know, did the contact form and is that the right email that you want to be corresponded with? I verify the date of their wedding been there. I have had a freak out with that too. I listen, do not do what we do. Okay. (laughs) We've learned. Um, but I had a Saturday, I I wrote it out Saturday and then the date was actually a Friday. So it was like the way that the the proposal wrote is, but I had the wrong day on it. So we found it early enough in time, but still I shaved like yeah. Probably at least three hours off of my life expectancy because of that one little. <laughs> <laughs> so I confirm the date and I look at the calendar and I make sure I have the right Friday, Saturday. You're going to learn these things over time, you know? Yeah. I kind of roughly talk color palette. I say, okay, the photo that you sent over to me has the looks like earthy tones, like jewel tones. Okay, that goes great in September because we have dahlias. I do not guarantee, I think this is a big thing. Do not guarantee them any flowers. I the only flower I kind of guarantee is like the main focal, which I have down at this point. Like I know that in the spring I'm going to have ranunculus, in June I'm going to have peonies, in July I'm going to have a mix of sunflowers, and I don't I don't what I don't I'm trying to think. Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie. this is my other mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and then dahlias. So those are the only things that I say. Oh, that will go great with insert yeah. my main flower. And I really always ask them, is there anything you don't want? I was like, because mm-hmm. I really like to just choose whatever, whatever is calling my name in the palette that, you know, I kind of try to explain it like it's my creative process. Mm-hmm. So it's up to me. And then sometimes they'll say, absolutely no sunflowers. That's one, one thing I ask. Do you want sunflowers? If they say, oh, I want it bright. I'm like, well, do you want sunflowers? To Some will say yes, some will say no. That's usually a very polarizing wedding yeah. flower. Yeah. And then we'll kind of go from there. You know, I, I will kind of just say, okay, we're pretty much gardens, like a garden style bouquet on our farm. And then through my Google sheet, I have a master template. And this is the template that's available on the insiders. But it lists everything that I could possibly do for a wedding. Bride, bridal bouquet, all hair flowers, mason jar arrangements, altar arrangements, the whole thing with a description. And basically it says, you know, the bridal bouquet will be a lush garden style bouquet in the bride in the bridal color palette. So I'm not updating that description. Sometimes I will depending if there's some nuances there. Um, but I'll put one. 
I'm just filling out quantities at that point and making little notes. And then I will delete the things that don't apply. And I'll just go. So I kind of try to verify some, like, I don't even really, I'm doing only a la carte now. So I don't really verify any of the wedding details. Really? So that's kind of nice. No, not anymore. Yeah. I, I go, we go through, I mean, I guess wedding details we're looking at, I want to know venue, reception, coordinator, date, time. Like I want, I have those information just because I feel like if we're, yeah, just in case like we're, we are running some, we did do a handful full service last year, which it was because the budgets were, the budgets were there and you sneak those in every once in a while. Yeah, we're, so we do the same thing. I mean, and I think to st- to say this too, like with the form that you're using mm-hmm. and the questionnaire that we're, that we use, that we go through, because you're running the meeting. So you're in control yes. of the time, you're in control and keeping it on track and sort of the flow because you, they really can get out of hand with all mm-hmm. of these other details. It's like Little really details. what's like pertinent information for me, you know, for us to know, like to be able to create a proposal and something that I might need to know down the road. And then, you know, so some of that basic information, so like wedding details and personal flowers. And then we do the same thing. We go right into personal flowers, but I like to know bridesmaids, Mm -hmm. uh, dress color, Mm -hmm. the grooms and groomsmen. So I know if I'm like matching flowers, like what are they wearing? Am I trying to, you know, you can, it's also steering them away from like, if they want to get match the Merlot dress to a Merlot flower, it's like, no. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. We can't. Unfortunately, I'm unavailable yeah. to do that. <laughs> well, and then they, yeah, that's what you can say. Oh, somebody just booked. See ya. I'm not. I've said to the, I've said to brides before, like, and I'm very direct with them mm-hmm. just saying, you know, they're showing me stuff that's like they want white and burgundy. And I'm like, this looks like you're putting socks on a rooster. Like I am not, it's the tackiest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. I am not. Yeah doing it. So then, you know, I feel like at that point getting to talk to them about their personal flowers and what they're wearing ties into that. So I can talk about like blender flowers and all that. Well, Emily is. I'm not anymore. (laughs) I'm trusting that she's saying all this stuff. But I think like even in that conversation, you can be like, if they say, well, are the dresses are Merlot, you know, I'd like to have Merlot colored flowers. (laughs) And a lot of times I just say like, hey, the thing with flowers is we don't pick out of a catalog. You know, there's lots of different color variations. Burgundy is tough. It's could be more red. It could pull more purple. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very hard. So I, I really try. I don't guarantee that I can match any flower to any. It's just I feel like we could be tonal. You know, it mm-hmm. could be in the burgundy tones and still go. Like I don't want to get too hyper focused on matching. Is that's exactly what I will generally say. And they're yeah. like, oh, okay, because a lot of times they just don't know. Right. You, they just. They have they right. don't know anything about flowers. <laughs> so I assume that they know nothing. And so they're really just looking for your opinion. Yeah. That's what I've kind of found. I'll be like, like, well, do, do you think that would go good? And I'll be like, mm, I don't know. I've done a color palette like this and it turned out beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. if we add apricot colors into that to make it warmer. It's really true. I get nervous. We just had one that uh, Emily had sent me a message on. It was like white what was it? It was, oh, yellow and blue flowers. Like that was the color palette she wanted. And I was like, pale yellow and pale blue. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yikes. 
Like that's really, mm-hmm. that's really tough, you know, yeah. and it's not a spring wedding. And so oh. it was like July. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like scrambling oh my in my mind thinking like, what are you going to do? And yeah. so I said to her, I'm like, well, let's see if she's like open to white. Well, when then it comes out when we're talking to her, she really just wants white flowers with maybe yeah. some yellow accents and a little bit of blue. So having that conversation and then like, you're right, giving them some guidance. If you said like, what did we mm-hmm. throw a little peach in there or just yes. like a pop of this and it pulls in, it makes a big difference and it gives you a yeah. lot more flowers to work mm-hmm. with too. So yes. Yeah. But. And, and that's what they're paying you for. Yep. I have to remind myself, like I, I'm the expert. I know my color palette and sometimes I'll be like, I have a I have a Lysianthus that's like a beautiful like buttery yellow. It's not like bright yellow, like sunshine yellow, but I think that would work good. Like they just they have a vision like that's so detailed, you know. But they and if you veer away from it, it's just like encouraging them to let go a little bit and making yeah. it multifaceted. And that's all that I say that to also tell my brides. When the bouquets, when the wearables are multifaceted, they have texture, they have multiple colors, they have multiple tones of those colors, there's darker elements, there's lighter. It makes it interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you're going to, that's how you're going to separate yourself from your friend's bouquet. And that's what makes our flowers different. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think it's just making, setting yourself up as the expert, even if you feel like you're faking it because- we did that yeah. a lot too. You know, we were faking it when we first started too. So, yeah, I mean, it took me trying to match flowers to a dress to realize yes. like you can't match flowers to a dress. Yeah, and and promising particular flowers and all of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so so I'll go through contact information, mm-hmm. venue stuff. Then I go through personal flowers. That's how I organize mine. I look mm-hmm. at personal flowers, then ceremony flowers, and then reception flowers. Yes. And that keeps me on track. And I go through and ask, like you're saying with your Google Sheet, I do the mm-hmm. same thing. I'm asking how many, you know, how many bridesmaids do you have? Groomsmen, do you mm-hmm. need corsages? You know, do you need extra boutonnieres for like, you know, ushers? Yeah, and grandpas. And yes. All, all yes. of those extra mm-hmm. things. And then, you know, corsages for moms, grandmas, attendants bouquets like flower girls. So do you need petals? Do you need flower crowns? Do you need a hair piece? Don't say a flower crown. I'm always like, do you need a flower crown? Do you know what my cringy one is? Is um, <laughs> the, the flowers on the signs, like the uh, welcome signs. Yeah. Because they see these like uh, these easels with these welcome signs and they want flowers to like drape over them. Like it is so hard to get those things yeah. to stay on there and yes. they just never look good. Like they just never look like, you know, mm-hmm. what the, I don't know. I, those things. And with the a la carte weddings, like you're not the one arranging it. Right. So it's on them. That's like, well, if you have somebody that you trust to do that, I, that, that's when I'll push them towards our buckets. And in, in the a la carte wedding world, the buckets are like, I, if, I would really encourage you to add, add growers buckets because that allows them the freedom to like add splashes of other flowers. And it's like your get out of jail free card on some things like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. be like, well, you know, in your bucket, I would recommend an extra bucket and then you can splash flowers wherever you feel necessary. Yeah. That's a good, but, and then just don't tag me in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the all. <laughs> yeah. I had last year, <laughs> I did an Arbor. So we do Arbor pieces mm-hmm. for pickup. So yeah. for our, our, our a la carte and 
I laid them out. I tagged them, you know, right and left side, Mm -hmm. but I did not tag which side was up and they, they did not get put on asymmetrically. So they got put on like one on each post, like (laughs) just like five feet off the ground. One was really big upside down and the other one was sort of sideways and zipped. I was like, well. I learned something there. I actually Dang. felt bad for the bride ultimately because it was like the coordinator picked it up and did the flowers. Um, and I'm like, man, that is not what we had envisioned yeah. at all or talked about. And I thought yeah. she, I, I'm, you know, I was afraid to reach back out because no, I, I'm like, she's probably so disappointed in what that thing looked like, but I'm sending no. it to my, like, oh my God. Yeah. And that that's the hard thing about oh, all the cart ways that you are releasing the control. Yep. Which is it's tough. Tough. We had um, someone tagged us in a bouquet, <laughs> in a bouquet that we did. And for whatever reason, I have no idea why, they decided to add like this aqua, this bright aqua, like bedazzled <sighs> glitter ribbon to this this freaking bouquet. <laughs> like, you made the bouquet? I then- made the bouquet and wrapped it in a beautiful like chiffon ribbon. No, they cut off my chiffon ribbon and put this. I, I don't even know where the aqua color came. <laughs> like, it's not even part of the palette. I'm like, where did this? Maybe that was her on? something blue. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, it's funny because Rachel's like, "Huh, we got tagged in a wedding, but I, I don't think it's ours." Because like we like it was so far from anything we would ever do. We were like, "No," and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's her!" <laughs> and so when we put it together, I was like, "Untag." Oh, Never man. again. And of course, it came back and haunted me because she left a Google review and <laughs> included that picture. That's what you get. <laughs> that, okay. I'm like, trying oh! to hide from it. It's I know. So funny. <laughs> I know, but you do relinquishing control. I mean, that's part of it. You yeah. Know? Well, she loved it. She was happy with it. There you go. She was thrilled. Yeah, she was thrilled. I've done all kinds. I've done crazy. <laughs> I've, I've added vintage jewelry. Ooh, I actually, I this actually like was. It was fun. It was. Mm-hmm. I was actually a really fun wedding. She had yeah. all of these like vintage pieces of jewelry that I was like wiring on. I actually had them in the bouquet and had them a part of like the the pocket square. And then oh, fun. she had her flower girl had fairy wings. Like she was a little fairy. So I made her a, a fairy wand. She just wanted a flower oh, crown. I was dude. like, this girl has to have a fairy wand. So I made it. I was like, I don't so care. Good. This is taking me an hour to make this thing. But I like made a little wand with like ribbon oh. on for her. My God, it was so cute. So like you get some really fun. Yeah. That's what I like yeah. to do. Like really creative, you know, creative yeah. stuff. But. I um I did one. This was a couple years ago, but this seems very Appalachia. So you might have done something like this before. <laughs> Shotgun shell. Yeah. <laughs> stuff. Yes, actually. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah, it was. And then I've done one with a fishing lure <laughs> hanging really? off of it. Yeah, like they like wanted me to loop in a fishing lure. I'm like, this oh. is dangerous. But no, it just hung. I'm just like, okay, if that's what you want. And what, this is the same wedding. But she dropped off deer antlers. <laughs> oh. And I made like a sweetheart's table yep. spray. And she wanted me to put the deer antlers like in the foam and like yeah. create, you know, and that was a first for me as well. So I've done turkey feathers. 
I did turkey feathers and one. Oh, really? Yeah, it was very pretty. It was like a real like I, that her be, vibe yes. fit that. You know, yes. she wasn't like real far off in her style, and that was fun. Yeah. That was a cool, <laughs> you know, cool one to do. But oh, the old shotgun shell boot. Oh, I know. I joke about that. Did you see? Did you see my post about the fake fingernail that I got? Yeah. Yeah, that's disgusting. I know. But listen, <laughs> did you see that somebody on Instagram called it an Appalachian quarter? <laughs> so, so if you don't, if you missed my post, okay, it's off my story now. But I went through a drive-through and I got changed back. I like look at my hand, and there's my coins, <laughs> and there's a fake, an unpainted fake fingernail. And I was like, I looked down, I like look back at the girl, and I'm like. I don't have any to say anything. I just like closed it and just put it in my chain. And I'm like, thanks. And then I I was I was just like made a post about it or whatever because it's like cracked me up. And somebody wrote and said that it was an Appalachian quarter, which just freaking cracked me the hell up. Oh, that is funny. I know. It was Instagram was so funny. And then my Facebook crowd, they all took it like oh, these kids these days can't count change. I'm like, oh, y'all are missing the point. Okay. <laughs> she she counted change just fine. It was the, it oh, was the fact funny. that I got a fingernail that was really funny, but it grossed a lot of people out. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the fun thing. And a la carte weddings is a great way, like if you just want to start including weddings and it, a la carte weddings can be incredibly profitable. I was yes. looking, I forget there was somebody, a podcast or whatever I was listening to with a wedding florist and she did a time study into like full service versus a la carte weddings and a la carte can actually be more profitable for the time that you spend on it because mm -hmm. you're not going through all the over communicate over communicating site visits the big setup loading all the crap up and taking it mm -hmm. to where it needs to go the frustration i mean it listen when i tell you that it never goes the way that you envision it's supposed to go at a full service wedding there's always a snafu it doesn't matter what it is Every it never time. goes easy <laughs> like so yeah. Really and you are can do multiple. The nice thing yes. is like you can do the prep work ahead of time. So like sometimes if we have like three or four weddings in one weekend, you can be prepping this stuff on Wednesday mm -hmm. and Thursday. You're spreading this stuff out and it it just – you can cram more of them in in a weekend. Like cause especially because if they're doing like mixed buckets and it's – I don't know. Yeah. I think it's I mean, the, a lot quicker. Adding the buckets can be an amazing source of yep. upping that that cost up. And it's, it's so easy. Honestly, they're so fun. I enjoy my a la carte clients more generally. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have some full service ones that I've absolutely loved. But yeah. generally, I enjoy my a la carte clients more than my full service clients, A, because I'm enjoying the process a lot more too. Right. You know, I'm happier well, doing honestly, it. Honestly, I'm like my full service clients, for a lot of them, the budgets weren't all that different. Yeah. And so I'm yes. like, I'm not losing on a I whole agree. lot of money because they're really, I mean, sure, you can have some really high-end full-service installations and things like that. But for for my market, what the market that I was hitting, the customer I was already attracting, mm -hmm. I was like, there's not That's much different. of a difference. And mm -hmm. I don't have to take up my full Saturday. We were navigating the van, trying to get the, yes, the, get to the market, van back yes, from market and run to the wedding and all that. Yeah. yeah it was just like yeah. way, way easier to, yeah. to do it that way. So and I think with, with the wedding consult, it's really important that if that is your first impression with your customer, that you make it exactly what you want the process to be with you. Mm -hmm. Confident, easy, 
straightforward. Quick. You know, yes, quick. You know, you want them to feel like, wow, that was easy. And I've had people at the end be like, okay, well, okay, that's it. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to put some finishing touches and I'll send you over your proposal. They have it in five minutes. They are thrilled. They are thrilled. And I, I don't know if you do this, Linz, but when somebody inquires, we have like a kind of like a price list, like a general price list. So they're at, before I even talk to them, they're already determining whether they're a good fit because anybody can be like, well, yeah. I need, I need, you know, five bridesmaids at $95. I need one, you know, generally yeah. they're doing that math. So yeah. they're kind of like ready for you and you're just connecting with them. You're getting them something in writing and then we're saying we're going to work together. So once I send that proposal to them and all I do for me is make it a PDF and I have a Google temp in my, in Google in Gmail. You can have email templates. I have an email template that I change the name out and it goes to everyone. I change the expiration date. It goes out. And then once they agree, you know, we take a deposit and I say, hey, you're not going to hear from me for a while. Obviously, if you need something, reach out. I don't need to know every little change. And then what we do is have a final design meeting over the phone about 30 days prior to their wedding. And a lot of times they know their guest count. They have all of these, Mm -hmm. they have everything finalized at that point. And that original proposal is just say, okay, we agree that we're going to work together. And if ever like during the time when we're, I'm doing the consult, they're like, well, I don't know if I'm going to need the altar arrangements. I'll be like, how about we add it in now and we can always take it away, but I don't want you to get a false idea of what the pricing is going to be. For me, it's always better for us to agree that it's higher and take a few things off or move things around later because I've had that happen too. I'd be like, well, if we're not sure, we're not going to put it on. And then later they're like, whoa, how did this get so high? I'm like, because you added in in 10 things. So, you know, and and really like I don't talk to them for a good while. Yeah, we don't either. And that works. No. I mean, I'm like, I don't need to know every proposal. No. Mm-hmm. And I and I think if they have a coordinator, you know, sometimes they're yeah. used to updating all that information, but we just kind of set the tone with that way too. We're like, well, mm-hmm. you'll get the proposal and then you probably won't hear from us. And we reach out, you know, four weeks before the wedding to mm-hmm. finalize pickups and we give them pickup instructions. Ours is the same thing. I mean, our quote, we send them, we have a template, it sends them the proposal mm-hmm. and then it expires after a week and then you know, obviously if they haven't booked with us, then we we're following back up to see why sometimes they're meeting with multiple people. And that's the other mm-hmm. thing that can happen too, because yeah. other florists, they take long, they take mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. And so getting them in that proposal quick shows them that, you know, you've got, you're, you're on top of it and that they can yep. reach out to you and you're super responsive. And so, yeah, that's, that's one thing for us, but we always tell them when we're meeting with them to say, Price out your dream wedding. Like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Do you want to see yes. all the flower crowns? Do you want to see everything? Because then that way they actually know what that stuff is going to cost. And we do the same, mm-hmm. you know, we'll do the same thing for them. It's like, we can make changes. Like, that's one selling point for us is that you we're not ordering these flowers in. So if you need yeah. to make a change, you need to add a bucket the week of, that's no problem. You yeah. know, we make sure we're communicating that to them too. So that this is the word, like the most flexible option that they have. And we try okay. to make it that way for them too. Cause it's, mm-hmm. we always, I always say it's like weddings are stressful. We need to be the part that just is super easy. This is the yep. fun part of your wedding, you know, yes. getting to plan and like, let us do all those accents and take care of everything for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I agree. Deposits. Do you, I only, I take a, I only take a hundred dollar deposit to get them on the calendar. Oh, you I do. 
Yeah. Oh, well, we do 20%, but I'm bumping that up to 50. Yeah. Really? They got skin in the game this that way. We had that's we true. had somebody back out last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the first time I'd had that happen. And I mean, we did everything we could possibly do to get her to to stay. Her mind was mm-hmm. changed. I mean, the meeting was great, everything was super smooth. And then what she booked with us for and what her wedding flowers ended up being were something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> um, she actually ended up going with the person who worked freelances with me. So I was like, wait, oh. what? Yeah. And it was because of a bridal show, I think. But I felt like I'm like, they need to have more skin in the game. If you're going to commit to having us do our wedding flowers and like it's it's a a large process for us. Like I know we're making it seem like quick and easy, but you still have, you know, you're still the initial contact and you're getting all of that. And then people are reaching out to you and you're saying that the date is booked and you're pushing work Mm -hmm. away. That's true. And so for me, we do right now we're doing 20% deposit. We're going to bump it to 50% deposit. And then the rest is due 30 days before the wedding. That's how we do it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Should I change mine? I would. I don't know. I would definitely do. I've never had any problems. I've really never had any problems. Start with 20%. 100 is nothing. It's not even... I mean, yeah. it's covering a few boutonnieres. Yeah. I'd bump it to That's 20. True. And then it's nice too in the off season when the wedding deposits are coming in. I always yeah. feel like that early season income where like helps. getting the wedding money in. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. We've got some wedding yeah. deposits coming in the door. Yeah. So then 30 days ahead of the date you're meeting. And that's when like what that looks like for us is another phone call. And essentially, we're finalizing all the quantities on the original proposal. We're confirming the original proposal. Has anything changed? And then that's where I decide we talk like ribbon colors and stuff mm-hmm. like that too. That's when we're kind of getting a few more details that way. I confirm the pickup time. When are they going to pick up? I, who's picking up? And we um, get that on the calendar. And then it's like, okay, well, if I don't see you, congrats. I hope you have a beautiful wedding day. I hope you love your flowers. I know you will. And that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Easy peasy. We do that really via is. email. Oh, really? We don't even do another call. Yeah. Oh, so you just send them the proposal and say, hey, has anything changed from this? Yeah, we view it from oh. that. We say we send them the email if they owe us money still. A lot of them, they're, they've already paid or they've mm-hmm. like sprinkled it out over the last few months. And we just say, here's the pickup instructions. And we tell them where it will be. We just ask like to know like when they're going to pick up so that we can yeah. keep everything in the cooler as long as we can. And mm-hmm. then we just tell them like we have a pickup sheet that tells them like what to do when they pick up their flowers. So Mm, that's a good idea. Yeah. To say like, make sure that it's best if it's in an SUV that has a flat Mm -hmm. back, bring towels or pillows or things to prop up and secure the buckets, you know, because we've had people show up in like a little (laughs) tiny Corolla that's just like went to an open bed pickup truck. Yeah. You're like, what? So just giving them like what vehicle should be picked up in mm-hmm. SUVs best. And most of the time they come and pick up in an SUV because we say that. And then we tell them like if they're storing their flowers, how to store them. Yeah. Um, in a that's cool a good idea. Way. Yeah. So we do that with them and mm-hmm. attach it in an email. And if they have questions or they like need to confirm anything else with us, they'll email us back. But other than that, we just do the one initial phone call. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Seems to See, work. We're still learning and we're still making it easier as we go. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we have like this weird idea that the more like the more we talk with them the more value that we're adding and on my opinion i think we add value by being easy concise giving them the advice that we know that's going to work we're offering our expert advice yeah. making the process so easy cuz with wedding planning like everything is so convoluted 
yeah. and exhausting and all the little details. And that's why I, you know, it's like, we don't need to be a detail that you need to worry about. We're good. Mm-hmm. We don't even have to talk to us. You don't have to check in with us. You know, I think we offer, so that is our value. Yeah. Yeah. And I think naturally they won't go with you if that doesn't work for them. If exactly. They're, if they're a control freak, you're not going to know it necessarily, but that may be a, a reason that they don't go with me. And I have to yeah. just be okay with that because yeah. I don't, again, this is like, I don't want to try to fit them to, you know, my style and vice versa. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to be the hand holding, you know, yeah. A lot of times there's some of them that like they just require more emails back and mm-hmm. forth or, you know, some of them, if we haven't talked to them in a while, it's like, hey, do you need to jump on another call? And yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Well, of course. Yeah, of course mm-hmm. we're going to do that. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it's like just knowing that this is my, this is what works for us. This is our process instead of like trying to fit everybody into that. This is just what works for us. So, yep. and we and do a lot of weddings of, successfully yeah. that yeah. way. And it's part of that like attract and repel idea too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you attract people who are going to value you, your flowers, they're going to love your style. Those people hang out with people like them, you know? Yes. So if you put, make somebody be what they're not really supposed to be, like you make the red rose girl fit in, she has her friends are other red rose girls. And that's where that word of mouth is so powerful, you know? Yeah. I mean, we we get people who are like, you know, I before I even got engaged, I like knew that I was going to have you because at every time I go to a wedding, I'm like, I know that's their flowers, you know, because we do like the local product has a really distinct look. It's beautiful, first of all, and it, our jobs are easy. You know, if you're and if you're thinking about doing wedding work, you just just go. You have to go for it and start trying. And I think just making that process easier because you could Google and there could be. 100 exhaustive ways to have a wedding consult, but we're here to tell you that it does not have to be that hard. No. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yes. With everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it feels Simpler like it's too com- And if it's something that it you is. don't like to do, figure out how to eliminate it. Yeah. And yes, I have empl- I have employees, so I have the luxury to yeah. have to turn this piece that I didn't love over to someone. But But it hasn't always been that way. We've we've done it for a long time on our own. Right. Right. Yeah. And but I think that's like it's i think the reason that we do more weddings and they're really good is because i've eliminated just the air you know and put it in the hands of somebody that does a really better she does a lot better job at it than me yeah she yeah. just does she watches yeah. it over better you know she's not missing and taking a long time to get back from emails it's like if they email us and they like we just got a lead in this morning i said to her they'll get an email with a link to schedule a call today Mm-hmm. You know, and that happens like there's no miss in that. Yep. And the customer satisfaction piece is incredible that way. Yeah. They just yeah. want to hear. And, and they're, see, we don't realize, but they're coming from a, a, a place where they're wait constantly. All they're doing is waiting for pe- to, people to get back to them. Yeah. So when it feels fast, it's like an extra star, you know, for you, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Putting coins in the bank. Yep. That was good. Yeah. Weddings. Yay. Yay. Go book some weddings. <laughs> yes. Learn from our mistakes. You're going to have them too. There's going to be like so many, there's just going to be stuff that happens that you're like, yeah. And well, still, I didn't see that coming. So we are thrown for loops at times. Yeah. So. Makes it, it, when I think about that, it does make me like a little bit nervous of like, <laughs> what's going to happen this year, you know? Because <laughs> it's like there's something every year. It's like, yep. <laughs> It'll be fine. It always works out. Yes. So good. So anyway, all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We had, I I like recording the wedding stuff. It is fun kind of like 
talking about why we like it and then trash yeah. it a little bit too. Yeah. It's just a little trashy. Yeah. Little- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, well, we're so grateful that you guys keep joining us each week. We have so much fun over here. Don't forget to head over to our Instagram at Dirt on Flowers and drop us a comment or leave us a message. And if you have not left us a review, pull over right now if you're driving. Just stop. <laughs> look for the nearest coffee shop. Pull in. Leave us a five-star review. Tell us why you love listening to the podcast. It helps us find our ways to other people's earbuds. And yeah, it keeps us, keeps us fueled and keeps us going. So thank you guys so much for being here. We hope you loved today's episode as much as we did. And we will see you the same time, same place next week. 